This podcast is brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within federal, state, and local government agencies. Hello, I'm Executive Editor Eric Charbro, and here's some of our most compelling content posted on GovInfoSecurity.com during October. In May 2009, following the so-called 60-day cyber policy review, President Barack Obama outlined 24 recommendations to improve cybersecurity in the government and nation. According to a report issued by the Government Accountability Office, two of those recommendations have been fulfilled, the naming of a privacy and civil liberties official and the appointment of a cybersecurity coordinator, Howard Schmidt. But officials from key federal agencies tell the GAO they're moving slowly to implement the remaining 22 recommendations because the White House has yet to assign them roles and responsibilities. The GAO director who wrote the report, Dave Pounder, says Schmidt's office needs to provide agencies with milestones to ensure the recommendations get done in a timely manner. The lesson learned here is this. Historically, if you look at many of these cybersecurity areas or activities, you can go back to the 2003 National Strategy. Some of these same activities are in that strategy, and it's important that if you have milestones and clear accountability, you're going to have a likely chance of more being completed. So our big push for Howard Schmidt and the rest of the administration was for us to see those milestones in place so that we would have more done associated with each of these recommendations. And now, from our blogs. Placing IT security analysts from the Department of Defense's National Security Agency within the Department of Homeland Security to secure civilian IT systems could set off the jitters among civil libertarians because of the electronic spy agency's involvement in the illicit surveillance of American citizens as part of the Bush administration's war on terrorists. But as Jim Lewis of the Center of Strategic and International Studies says, those worries are baseless. And he notes it was officials in the Bush White House and not the NSA who ordered the illegal electronic spying. I think it's mainly confusion. And so we have a lot of confusion because people don't know what NSA does. And it sounds mysterious and they're working off Hollywood and that's all very bad. But they should know what DOD does, which is DOD defends the United States from foreign threats. And NSA, as part of DOD, will be doing that. The most sophisticated opponents don't live in the U.S. The majority of the most active and the most effective cyber criminals and hackers don't live in the U.S. So I don't see it as a big deal. I don't see why we should say DOD can't defend us from foreign threats in cyberspace when they do air, land, and sea. People get nervous, sure, but it's because they're largely driven by emotion rather than fact. I'll be back after this. Are you responsible for your agency's regulatory compliance program? Do cybercrime, data breaches, or endpoint security keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the GovInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit GovInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. In our featured interview, I spoke with Phyllis Schneck. She's IT security maker McAfee's public sector chief technology officer. In our chat, we discussed how IT security wares are evolving to emulate a healthy human body with a strong immune system to battle infections routinely. 
just like your body defends against thousands of colds every year and you only maybe get one, that's what these systems are designed to do, to push off the enemy and push off malicious, malicious traffic without it having to have a name, certainly without it having to have a signature. Just understanding what's good or legitimate and what is not well-intended or not needed and being able to defend against that and get smarter as you do so. By having various components interact with each other, Schneck says the next generation of IT security tools will have built-in intelligence to recognize abnormal behavior. The trend is for more systems to rely more heavily on intelligence. Uh, signatures just are not going to be the way of the future because we don't have time to put a name and a pattern on enemy behaviors and then pass it out and block it. We really need to now understand what that behavior is because they are faster than we are, they're stronger than we are, um, they don't have competitive boundaries, so it doesn't take them any time, reason, process, or law to inflict bad things on us, and we have to respond in real time. And that's some of our best content from October. For GovInfoSecurity.com, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.GovInfoSecurity.com.